Hello Poppets, it's Sax here and you are listening to my sometimes rowdy and always useful podcast, Shit's Getting Real. A show about all things growth, mindset, health, wellness and my most favourite of all, chit chats with the girls. Now look, we are all in search of a direction into the evolution of our higher selves. And sometimes what we don't realize is the highest intention you can possibly have is to just have some fun. So I am here to share it all with you. Sit back, lay down or jump up, whatever you feel like doing today and let yourself experience, evolve and have a whole lot of fun. Welcome I am so, so, so excited to have you on today talking about all things numbers and numerology with us. I absolutely am just so blessed to have you in my life. I met Emily in NLP like every other person that comes on this podcast, but I'd love for you to introduce yourself, Em, because you really stepped into more coaching and numerology and you were doing numerology before you even learned about NLP or coaching in that sort of sense as well. So tell us, what is it that you actually do right now and what is it that you use with numerology? Yeah, great. So um, first of all, yay, thanks for having me. So good to be here. Um, And yeah, so with like what I do, usually it's numerology and like channeled psychic readings um I'm I love numbers <laughs> uh, I've got some sort of quite deep soulful connection with numbers which is fucking amazing and the way I then weave that in is like okay cool well I'm also really passionate about healing I'm really passionate because of you know my own journey and I'm sure that's quite resonant for most people who go into service-based roles to be able to be like, okay, cool, what's going on? How can I help you? You know, like I just want to help because I wanted the help. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, yeah, I weave them together because basically when you can see what someone's numbers are doing and also, you know, people have numbers that are specific for them as a human and we as a collective have numbers that are always cycling. And so when I'm able to see and analyze what those numbers are doing in combination energetically I had a very good picture of at a soul level what this human is needing to remember right now so I weave that in then with the other modality yeah and so like if someone has a seven in their blueprint for example then it's quite obvious that they're very intellectual. It's quite obvious that they are all to do with the mind, but they're innately spiritual, but you wouldn't know that because they're quite mysterious. Like they're these archetypes. Then knowing that you drill down and you go, okay, well, like what's what would someone be struggling with in that particular archetype? Probably loneliness because they have so much going on in their mind. How could they possibly communicate it outwards? possibly a reluctancy to share this information that they're having because they're thinking about all the things, but they also think about what the other person's thinking about and, you know, mental activity. Anyway, so you find the ways and then find whatever modalities and things I've picked up along the way to help them just 
come back into that gift, that higher potentiality. Channel the wisdom of each number. So, you know, yay. (laughs) That is actually so cool. And I didn't realize that there were so many different aspects to the number base as well. I know you said um, that each each person individually has a number and then collectively we have a number. For people who are like brand new to numerology and who are like, what the hell is that? What does that mean? Like, what is numerology as a whole and what are these numbers in relation to that? So as a whole, like, num- like okay, Pythagoras said it best, all is number. Like, think about this for a second. When you look out at reality, when you look at, everything right everything can come back down to a calculation upon its creation the house that we exist in the architect needed calculations needed numbers to be able to build it so depending on what someone subscribes to in terms of their beliefs it could be said that as a soul before you come in you go okay if all letters for example have a numerical representation so the letter a is the number one the letter B is the number two, right? And it goes on like that. Then someone, a soul, if everything like divinely perfect and everything is intricately chosen and holistically chosen so it can be interconnected with all things, then that particular name, that particular birthday has a whole blueprint. It is they, Their soul is the architect of their reality. That blueprint will reveal what that human then gets to remember, to express, to experience when they come earthside. So you have someone who will have their whole soul blueprint, which is like five core numbers that create all of who they are, but they also have, and they also have numbers that are scattered throughout their whole life. It's similar to astrology in the sense that in astrology, you can have a birth chart reading and you can also have transit readings. So different segments of time, what you're going to be going through. The same thing happens numerologically. So you can get all of that information, information, digest it. And then we also have portals and we have cycles where the planet are cycling. So from one to nine, we're always, you know, it, like, like seasons change. So do humans. So does the planet. Numerologically, there are equations to be able to make sense of it. And once we can numerologically make sense of it, it actually has like an umbrella. Each number is an umbrella with a whole amazing undercarriage of information and themes and symbolism and archetypes and roadmaps. It's the cheat sheet to reality. Yes. Yes. Right. Interesting. And so it all comes down to basically your your date of birth. It's not as if it's like, oh, you just get assigned some like lucky random number, like what's your favorite number, pick a number. Like it literally all comes down from your date of birth, which is so cool because that's the same with astrology. It's the same yeah. with age. It's the same with all of the different things. Like everything comes down to the day that we enter this physical plane, right? Which is literally so sick. And so When you are looking at someone who comes to you and is like, okay, I want a reading, what is it normally that you sort of 
sense with people? Like what is it that people come to you looking for answers in in numerology? It's funny because it's like, like, and just to go back, it's their birthday and their full name as it is on their birth certificate because it's like every little piece will create numerically a value that's their blueprint. Right. When people yep. come to yep. me, it, it, yeah. when people come to me, it's so di- like it's always different. Like I'll have some people who it's like it's so funny. You get some people who are it's like they're human. And I se- I kind of separate like the soul and the human when I speak sometimes because in my you know model of the world you've got this soul level that's all knowing connected to source I can see knows what this little human being is gonna do next but the human is like doing this amnesia dance and you know they're just kind of like okay I'm gonna try this next oh no I made a mistake I'm gonna go back here okay I'm gonna do like you know it's more like <laughs> in my mind okay. At a so I get people who will come to me and it's like their human thinks that they want this, but their soul has come because they need their human to realize something. Or they like the mm. soul can sometimes have an intention that that human being hasn't yet realized. So they'll just go with whatever's the easiest um, way to get them through the door. Sometimes people are just genuinely excited. They're like, oh my God, what is numerology? This is cool, man. Can I can I know more? This sounds great. And then you get other people that are sad and lost and need guidance and they're thinking, you know, can you please give me my permission slip to embody my full and truest self right now? Because I, I don't know what what that is. And yeah. it, it can be different at different times. And, you know, and then other people want to introspect. They want the psychic guidance. They want me to just tell them what's going on and what's going to happen you know it's all yeah different. yeah it's super interesting yeah and so what other things I know that you said earlier that someone with a seven in their chart would probably be like introspective so what are some of the other things like when you look at a chart, what is the first thing that you would look for or what sort of the main, if you know how in astrology, for example, you have, bless you, (laughs) you know how in astrology you have your sun sign and it's like everyone knows their sun sign, but do they know their moon? Do they know their rising? Do they know their ascendant? I'm assuming that in numerology, there's like, there's one number that's like, this is the number and all of the other numbers are important, but this is normally like the main number. What is that? That's the life path number. This is the one that most people know because it's the one that they can calculate themselves. That's the one based just on your birthday. So if you add your whole birthday up together and you get to a single digit, that's the number. Or if you you can also get to a double digit and that would be a master number. But then, yeah. So everybody seems to know their life path number. And there's a lot of um, identification, similar to the way like astrology does it with sun signs and yeah so with numerology it's the life path number and you know it this and to be fair this is the strongest theme that runs for someone it is their life path number it's like quite literally what they're here to master in order to remember who they really are 
So it is, a, it is a strong vibration, but the other numbers of the chart, similar to astrology, actually reveal the way that they can deliver that, the way that they are here to be on earth, the soul purpose, the mission, the heart's desire, you know, like you've got a heart's desire in numerology, yeah. you've got a Venus number, yeah, Venus number, a Venus yeah. planet, whatever, you know, constellation <laughs> in astrology. So it's like, they all sort of go hand in hand, which is cool. And I think that it's actually crazy because I learned about my life path number. Um, I think I went over it last year. Um, however, I've sort of looked into it more at the start of this year. And really my life path number, I don't even remember what the number is. I'm terrible for that. But it the whole theme of it was just leadership. It was like leadership, leadership, leadership. You need to stand from the front. You need to pave your own way. You need to do it yourself. Like if you want it done, just get it done. Like it's all on you. Like you are the leader. You have to go and do it, which was so interesting for me because like throughout my life, that has been the major theme. Like when I was younger, I was the leader in primary school, I was always leaders of groups, leaders of teams. Like I always was captains of things. In high school, I was always like leader of like the group of friends that I was in. I would always go first. I would always like, even in classes, I would always be like, I'll do the first assignment. Like I'll do the first assessment, like whatever it was, I would always just be like, yep, put me first, put me first, put me first. And then going out of that and into business, it was the same thing. I was always like, okay, well, I'll go and do it first. Like, I'll just be the leader. I'll make it done. Like, I'll get it done. If nobody else is going to do it, I'll create it. So it's so funny because when I first saw that, I was like, it all is making so much sense. And at that time, I was really rejecting being a leader because I had done it for so long that I was like, oh, I don't want to be the leader anymore. I just want to be led. I just want somebody else to lead me so that I can just sit back and chill and not do it. And I felt so out of alignment with myself the whole time that I was feeling that way because I was like, it's not actually who I am to sit back and let somebody else do it wow that's awesome what can I calculate your birthday I want to know what your number is now of course I'm the 18th of the 7th 1999 (laughs) let me just double calculate that before I uh look to it what was it the 18th of the 7th, 1999? Is that it? Yep. Yep. Gora, you're a 44 life path. You're a 44 8. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. That's like. Um, Sorry. I mean, yeah. No, go. Spill. Spill the tea. Spill the tea on me. I wasn't sure if it was was a lag or like what was going on. Um, But yeah, if this information is welcome for you to receive, um, Mm -hmm. then yeah, you're a 44, you're a 44, eight life path. Um, You know, so the eight in and of itself is, it's a business leadership. It's abundant leadership, but it's a lot about respect and honoring and like, it's actually quite to do with law, like the legal system, like needing things 
um, like internally that there's an inherent um, way thing like of justice and fairness and the way things should be done, you know, in in respect and in honouring to um, uh, uh, the collective in a sense because it's of leadership energy. So there's a chief-like energy. There's a lion energy. It's this protector, provider, but very, very loyal, right? And then, but yours is a master frequency eight because you've got the 44. So that's like a double vibration of a four, four being building, structure, groundedness, very organized. In combination, there's an 11 mixed in that. So psychic, like galactic level leadership. So there's like, you know, just like a little bite-sized <laughs> mission well, you know, like, um, just like just a teeny tiny one. <laughs> I'm just gonna like sprinkle your little master number life path because the cool thing about having a master number in a life path position is that this is the theme that you're then here to master. Which usually in association, people who have like master number life path numbers actually tend to have more stamina because they're actually the mark, like the themes they're here to master are, are very, like they've got to really stretch their bandwidth. They've got to really be able to encompass the totality of that frequency. And what is a frequency, right? It's a perspective, but they've got to get pretty fucking high up to get that perspective. And you know this as well as I do through coaching, through all of that stuff. How do you get higher perspectives? You got to go deep. You got to go through the experience. You've got to have like it can be associated with more intense initiations on planet to be able to even get that perspective, that view, to hold that. So have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that I love that so much and it's so crazy because it all just comes from a number right and it's one of those things where it's not a box as in when I get to hear that I'm like oh it makes sense and I'm not feeling that pressure of like oh I have to do these like crazy incredible things and I am like burn myself out and do all of this stuff it's like okay well this makes sense as to why I feel driven towards the things I do. And the longer that I resist that drive, the worse I'm going to feel. So it's just that almost like you were saying before, that permission piece to be like, oh, okay, so that thing that keeps playing on my mind again and again and again, it's actually just my like mission here. It's actually just my reason. It's my purpose. It's the why I'm doing everything that I'm doing rather than focusing on, oh my God, like, I don't want to do that. What's your life path yeah. number? <laughs> I'm I'm a life path number three. So the things that I'm here to master is communication, expressing myself, um, creativity. The it's a lot to do with like uh, the inner child. Like that's kind of why I'm very playful like you know mm -hmm. but as a theme because that's what like because from that context it's not the role I'm here to play or you know the thing I'm here to do it's just that to, for me to feel and remember who I really am I need to lean back into okay have I spoken my truth 
okay, like I've got emotions bubbling up. I need to creatively express this. So I lean into a lot of poetry, dance, finding ways to creatively express what's going on. And when I do that, I get downloads. So that's how I access the other numbers in my blueprint. So for you, it would be quite similar of like when you lean into leading yourself, when you lead into coming back to groundedness, some structure, getting level-headed about things, you get the downloads and you remember who you are and you and that's how you would then access the other numbers of your blueprint and, and mission and, yes. and act it and embody. So, yes. <laughs> so tell me more yeah. about the blueprint then. I want to go more into detail about this. So a blueprint includes yeah. five numbers, did you say? Yeah. That's, and what are those? That's for the soul. So... Yeah, so you get your life path numbers, one of them. And that's mm-hmm. like if your life were a book or a movie, this is the theme, this is the genre. It's the lens and filter through which you see the world. So my lens and filter with this three, I see everything like it's a big fucking play and it's like the the beauty of life and, you know, like I romanticize things because it's like it's a creative um, joyful kind of energy, right? So I look at things as though this is a story. The three, a three is associated with wanting to tell stories. So everything I'm like, wow, look at this movie. For you, it would be like, wow, look at the, look at the flow of events. Look at the chain. Like it's, it's a bit more serious for sure, but there's an, an observation in like a, it's, it's a very queen king regal kind of vibe, but that would be the lens and filter. Of kind of like you could sit back, you can observe, you know your power, but you need to sit and you know. So it's like everyone has their own. That's your life path, and then you've got your expression number. So this is where your natural gifts, talents, and abilities lie. It's your intuitive nature, second nature thing to you. So it's the thing you don't have to think about. You could just like do it in your sleep. Mm -hmm. Then you have your heart's desire number. Your heart's desire number is the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning. It's the thing that's going to keep fueling you. It's the thing that at the end of the day, it, it like lights you up more than anything. And it's what you are most passionate about when it comes to being on planet. It's a very powerful number, especially I find when people remember this number, it's like they get another little lease of life because they're like, oh my God, yes, that is the thing. I'm going to do that. How can I be more of that? How can I lean into more of that? Yay. And then you've got your personality number. Personality number is a big one as well. It's the role you're here to play. So it's if you're if you are a house, this would be the front door. Somebody has to walk through your front door, and that's the first thing that they see. So that's that's like it's it's kind of similar to um, in astrology the ascendant because it's the mm. thing people see you as from the outside looking in, and it's also the way you deliver what you're here to do on earth 
It's the role you're here to play. Though for someone to really know you, they've got to open that door and walk through the house to be able to see all of the other numbers that are laying around to really get to know what the heart of this is, to get to know what the theme of you are, like is, that kind of thing. And then we have the sole purpose number. Now your sole purpose number, it's exactly what you're here to do on earth. It's the big bad boy. And it's through your heart's desire, through your natural gifts and talents, that expression, through the role and the way that you deliver it, you create, you co-create that sole purpose. And it's that is quite literally for most people, like that's the fulfillment piece. It comes online for most people really strongly after their Saturn return. So a little bit later, they know themselves a little bit more by that point. They've done, they've paid their dues, they've gone through some initiations, and now they're really ready to focus and drive. Yeah, right. How interesting. And it's so cool because it just all comes back into like every single number is part of the larger whole. Yeah. And the thing as well with numbers is like every single person will experience all numbers. Like you've got those five core numbers. And having said that in their whole, like in a whole chart, they also have, you know, acts of their life so um you get three major acts like act one act two act three of your life so if your life was segmented into a play that's how it would go and like we can see Mm -hmm. the the age and everything of when things are happening and you get that you've got three core numbers for those whatever they are based calculated from your date of birth then you get sub themes then you get challenge numbers the things that challenge you the most you get like there's so such an array like there's such a mosaic of numbers and having said that so that means that depending on someone's blueprint there's a chance to really get up close and personal with a good variety of numbers and having said that every person is here to remember experience and play with every number it's just that the numbers that are in their blueprint are the ones that they will most be here to express an experience do you know what I mean does that make sense yeah 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 it's the same with like everything in life you can't avoid certain things like you have to experience all of different life here right so looking into then individual numbers and you have this sort of path I suppose that is almost predestined in a sense of the direction of the themes of your life versus the collective. So how does numerology actually affect the collective or numbers affect the collective? Um, So basically with our collective numbers, they're fragmented everywhere in reality. So most strongly, and this is the one that I tend to chart and I pay a lot of attention to. And like I like I calculate this basically every day. Every day we're in a triple portal. So 
our like as a collective, dependent on what the year is, that is a part of a cycle. So collectively and individually, we all experience one to nine year cycles. So in psychology, they do seven year cycles. In in numerology, it's nine year cycles. So one marks the beginning, nine marks the end, completion. And then you recycle. And these are huge. I last year did my nine year, like the nine cycle, and it was ridiculous, like cataclysmic. And yes, I'm a little bit of a drama queen. However, it genuinely was life altering. And that's what it's designed to be so that you can completely shift. And when I reflect back to the the previous nine year, and this is not when I had numerology in my mind, right? So this isn't influenced by the information that's created this. This is literally just the freaking numbers that are always there. When I reflect back, the last time I had a nine year was when I was in high school. And I actually, like that nine year, I moved schools. So that one year, I started in a whole new high school. So it's like, and all my friendships ended, all the things. So it's like literally pay mad respect and be fucking aware of what energetically those numbers are doing because they are ruling it like they're just there and they want they want to be noticed so you've got these cycles that personally we all go through and then each month has a relevant cycle as well and each day does the collective have that same thing going on simultaneously so as a collective we are now in 2023 so two plus two two plus zero plus two plus three that's a seven. So as a collective, we're in the seventh year of a nine-year cycle. We're, we're coming to an end. So just wait for that collective nine year. It's going to be fucking wild. So as a collective, that's the energetics that's going on. That's why everyone is having all of these huge perspective shifts. It's a lot more, more hermetic. Last year, we were in a six frequency which is way more community based so people would have found oh my god more home through community more healing um all that sort of stuff I know so many people who found friendship groups for the first time that's a very six energy this time around people are spending heaps more time on their own it's introspective it's the hermit in the tarot who goes on their solo journey in desire for spiritual truths in wanting to know who am I why am I here what is my purpose collectively whether people see it or not that's happening and then every month likewise we have another energy so this April is an 11 this is an amazing opportunity for the collective to embrace their spirituality realize themselves as channels realize their abilities illuminate the dark from within oneness like there's so much um potency and then you can go down again and every day is a part of that so today is an eight planetary day in an 11 planetary month in a seven planetary year and every single day we cycle through portals like that so as a collective it's like evolution can be 
expressed through the numbers. We can just make sense of what this, what spirit, the universe, life is doing. And if we know that everything has a vibration, that everything is energy, when we can see what the numbers are doing, we're able to actually get the lessons, actually get the remembrances. So as a collective, we're all impacted by this all the time. That's one portal perspective. And then you've got like a truly sacred architecture where numerologically everything in our reality comes back to a calculation. So everything has a numerical vibration. The house you're in, the particular like dimensions of the where my bed is sitting in the room, like everything has a number everything has an energy we are always it's more that we're always being impacted by inherent planetary portals and energies everything is energy numbers just help give a lens and filter to be able to process it as a human being because otherwise like it's just kind of like some people who are really intuitive might go somewhere and get a particular feeling or they might see the way something's set up and like get a download or hear, you know, whatever their clairs are. And then numerology just makes this like a digestible um, way for the average human to be able to make sense of it. Does that, did, did I answer the question? Like, did that do yeah. the thing? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. And it's so right because it even relates to like when you were talking about the bed and it's like the whole idea of feng shui and like having things in specific areas in your house or in your room to create a specific flow of energy through the room it's like it actually is all related to each other right and it just makes so much sense how having that number base or having that awareness around the number base is creating that difference in energy and it does just feel different. Like even when you look at numbers, I feel different. I'm a big feeler though. So maybe I just <laughs> go a little bit deeper than other people. But it's like a seven to me, like a seven is really strong. However, it's like, it's defiant and alone and still strong. Whereas an eight is very much like that infinity or that balance <clears throat> between the two, you know? So it's like even the way that you look at numbers can feel different. So, of course, numbers represent different things. Mm -hmm. I love that you feel them like you're a woman after my own heart because I am a big feeler. And that's how that's how it translates for me as well. Like, like for example, when I see angel numbers, I have an a knowing of what intellectually those numbers mean though I will take it and I will feel what that number is so I know specifically for me and I practice what that means for me and I think every single person has that ability to when they see numbers when they see angel numbers when they just any numbers if they feel curious towards it when there's that spark of oh I'm noticing this. 
I wonder for what purpose I'm noticing this right now, right? And if upon that experience, they feel it. And if that's not within their way of receiving information, just look at it, ponder it. What comes to your mind? What do you hear something? Do you see it? Like, what is it? Because all of the numbers, like I said before, they're umbrellas and there's a whole heap of different themes and vibration that fit within that same thing. So two people who see the same number, it may mean very different things for them both and it may be intended in different ways. So the way that you perceive an eight is going to be different than the way I perceive an eight, depending on where we're at. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it's all just about perception in the end, isn't it? So that's great. Um, That sounded very great. That was a very enthusiastic, that's great. I was thinking of my next question. (laughs) Clearly, um, that is great. It is great because it is all just on perception and it just comes back to everything that I'm always talking about. Like we actually create meaning by ourselves. Like we have all of these tools and all of these resources to give us the blueprint, to give us the understanding, to give us basically that like like you were saying that permission slip to be like this is the thing that you already know inside of you now you actually get to make the meaning of it that you want like it's up to you now and so it's so absolutely just mind-blowingly incredible that we get to do that can you tell us a little cheat sheet over the numbers one to nine then in regards to the cycles like what is I know you've said the seven and the six, but what are the others? What are they, what is their main themes? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the one is the beginning of a cycle. So it represents, it literally represents new beginnings, new thoughts, new visions, um, ideas. It's the, as an archetype, it's the pioneer, it's the leader, um, you know, and it represents it cause it's the one, it's the self, it's self-love, it's sovereignty. So knowing your values and not being afraid to walk the path alone to embody them. So that's, and that comes through because that the more you love yourself, the more you can do that. The more you honor what's your true values and, and you take that first step for yourself, you are a leader, you're leading yourself. So it's also the movement, you know, it's the antidote to the victim mentality as well because it's self-responsibility, it's self-trust. So if someone's cycling through that energy, those are the themes that they're going to need to learn. It's all coming back to the self and how they can really be with themselves and and lead if that's what's necessary, but lead the self. And then you get to the two and a two is, you know, going to be a time of where it's a Libran energy in that sense of it being about balance and equilibrium and harmony and harmony through relationship because one, two, that it's like connection with people and that kind of base. And then the two moves on to a three. And I think it's also important to note that all numbers, so in order to embody the gifts of the one, I mean the gifts of the two, you need to have the foundation of the one to move along. So all numbers are happening simultaneously in like a spiral-like way where, you know, you'll be have you'll be at a certain level on all of them and that'll impact how you embody the higher ones. But essentially to embody a nine, 
you need like the full totality and highest potentiality, the highest gift of a nine, you need to have mastered all of the numbers beneath. As to say, you would master that one, self-love, sovereignty, all of that. Two, then bringing all of that, those juicy qualities into relationship with others to create more balance, more harmony, more peace and balance and harmony in your own life. It would probably be a time where you are, you know, eliminating what's not working, but also just sort of like your perspective, your lens is more like balance. It's like, it's okay, you know, be more peaceful. And then with those juicy qualities, you get to the three and the three goes, great. Now I need to communicate what I've got. Now it's time to articulate. It's time to use my words. It's time to honor the truth of what a situation is for me. It's also a really good time to create and creatively express. And it can be a good time for the inner child. How can you be a childlike wonder and go and play and see the beauty in life? And then you get to the four. And the four, you go, I'm ready for some structure now. It's time to build. I want to lay my foundations piece by piece and learn what it means to build something from scratch. And I will be and in in the in a four energy, you will likely be <laughs> like tested on the practicality of life, as in the mundane tasks of doing the laundry, of paying your bills on time. A four energy, a four frequency just comes back to the basics because someone needs to master how to build something properly because it is a building energy. It's like um Someone who has a four in their blueprint, for example, gets off on efficiency. They get off on a to-do list. They love that. So with those energies, in order to do that properly, you need to learn how to do things step by step. So it's a grounded time. It's a commit. It's about commitment. And then you get to the five. And the fours help someone create structure. It's helped them ground and, and get routine and all of that sort of stuff. And then the five is like, but what about flow? What about change? What about transformation? What about flexibility? And then it starts to want to be spontaneous, have more adventure and just go with the flow. Remember the flow of life. And then you get to the six and the six is community. The six is representative of home, of family, of nourishment, nurturing. It's the caregiver. So if someone's cycling through that time, they need to learn how to embody their own caregiver but move away from the fix misfix it or mr fix it archetype of the caregiver of that six learn how to turn their caring nurturing nature inwards as well as outwards and then lean into community and then lean into facilitating healing experiences for people and then you move to the seven and the seven is like but what am I here for? What is this? What is going on? I have to understand everything. It's super curious. It's very analytical. It wants to research everything. It wants to understand the divine. It just is like, and having said that, it's also like wise because someone has to go through the hunger, the, uh, the hunger and the thirst for knowledge and information only to come to the paradox of life that I don't really know anything. And then that's, you know, you alchemize 
whatever's going on within that person into their wisdom, into their intuition, into their flow and their movement, embodying all of those numbers that have come before them to really be able to do that in its highest gift. And then you move to the eight. Now we're ready for infinite energy. Now things are moving and growing and building. This is a time for addressing the material world. You've been able to get what's been going on with that seven, the intellect. You've been able to glean consciousness and what's been going on. You've you've questioned. And now with this eight, you want the material of life. It's time to realize the way your self-worth, your empowerment impacts what you're able to create and manifest in your world. It's infinite energy. Everything is interrelated. The more energy that you give to your empowerment, to the land, to respect, to, you know, all of these things, the greater you're able to build and create manifestations that are in alignment with your highest gift, your potentiality, what you want. So much to do with all the numbers. And then, darling, you get to the nine. And the nine says, all right, honey boo. That was cute. Like, I like what you just did there from, you know, one to eight. Like, you did well. Congratulations. But, you know, you didn't address these roots that are, like, pretty trauma-based. Yeah, there's a little bit of victim going on, honey. We're just going to shake your shit up in every which way because there's this other higher reality that's available to you, and it's called unconditional love, and it's called unconditional forgiveness and selfless service. And being able to perceive all of humanity through the lens of oneness and of universal love. So, um, yeah, just come this way. Yeah, just just come. So you get to that and that's a nine frequency. It completes a whole heap of stuff. And then you have your master numbers. So you have an 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, 66, 77, 88, 99. Those are... (laughs) very um so the one to nine are foundational for everyone and then when you start to go to master numbers it requires a lot more of a human being because they have signed up to embody a whole lot more of their soul and their spirit and they have the potential to completely remove all of the programming like they will they will that's that's what they lean towards unless somebody has shied away from that potentiality and then they live, they can live quite intense lives because the nature of those master numbers, when we cycle through them, because those frequencies are so high, like for example, a 99 frequency is like, okay, a celebrity who has embodied this, a person who is big in this world, Richard Branson holds a 99 in his blueprint. A 99 is about unconditional love, like for the whole planet, for every galaxy. It wants, it wants like a master numbers go off planet. They, they get earth as a thing, but they're like, yeah, cool. But like all the others, like we're all interconnected. It's all everything. What has he done in his business? He was the first person to create like vegetarian only meals. That's unconditional love for all beings, including animal beings. He's now doing stuff that's literally Mm -hmm. taking people out of space and making it more affordable. The nine frequency is selfless service and it's a humanitarian pursuit. 
So, but it's also incorporating this larger than life to other planets. So when you start to see how these, when people tap into the real high potentialities of those master numbers, whether it's in their blueprint or whether they're cycling through that energy, shit gets wild. Literally, like actually that is wild. And it's so true because it's that same thing of like, he seems like he has so much energy every time you see him and he seems like he has so many ideas and it's just never running out. And it's, it's that like what you were saying earlier about when you get there, they just have that stamina. They just want to go more and more and more and more and more because that's their destiny. That's their purpose. That's what they're here to do. So they actually get the energy from doing it rather than from resting. Yeah. Right. And, and it's that's like actually wild. And, and people, and people who hold these master frequencies, like this at a soul level, they have just signed up to, to experience the world through this different way. And it's not like, and it's not to say that any number is better or worse because they're all foundational. And it, and, and the thing I will note as well is like, just because somebody holds a master number doesn't mean that they're more likely to, you know, as our current societal programming might assume, be in the public eye or be famous. Be the, it, they can. However, there are plenty of people who have just, I'm going to call them like the normie numbers because they're just a little bit less um, intergalactic, less less inclined to want to go off planet. And those normie numbers, like they're normies, but they're all beautiful. Those numbers can still have huge roles to play on the planet in terms of being in the public and being the thing. They're just more grounded and their focus is about how to work things from the ground up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than taking us into literal outer space. <laughs> yeah. Because like if someone has like got heaps of like, say they've got a six in their blueprint and it's all quite normy and humble and whatever, that their focus is, oh, my community, my family. So they could be like literally the grandmother of Jesus. You know what I mean? In the sense of family is the priority and raising this this human being with the utmost love, respect and the foundational principles of what life is. And then that person can go, you know, so it's every single role is so innately perfect and so valuable. Yeah. yeah. And it's why it's so important to actually dive into where is it for you and what meaning are you going to derive from it? Because it actually helps you when you live out your personal passion. Like I'm at the moment, I'm reading The Alchemist and he talks about like the personal legend and it's really about like, okay, every single person here has their own individual purpose on this earth. And when you can actually align yourself with that purpose, you find the treasure and the love and the soul and all of the different aspects that feel like home to you and when you're chasing this unrealistic standard of something that somebody else's passion and purpose is, you're never going to feel that fulfillment. You're never going to actually understand it. So it's like, like with me, when I, when I got told, oh, well, you have massive leadership in your numbers. And I was like, 
oh, well, it makes sense why I've been feeling so frustrated recently because I haven't been stepping into leadership because I've been hoping that somebody else would do it instead. I wanted to just do it in a like slow way instead. And so it was realizing that actually when I do that, I'm more out of alignment with my purpose, with my passion, and it makes me feel worse. It's like actually realizing that just because somebody else has something that you think is better, it's actually not better because it's never going to make you fulfilled anyway. Oh, yes. Yes, honey. Yes. That like, how is everything? <laughs> Well, on that note, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Em, for jumping on and sharing all of your wisdom with us. I know that I learned a actual shit ton of information today. So I hope that everyone who's listening also opened up their world to numerology. Where is the best place that people will be able to find you? I'll make sure to put all of the links below for anyone who wants to go and grab a look and have a little bit of more information about this incredible numbers that is the world yes awesome so instagram is where i put the most stuff in terms of like little bite-sized pieces and then i have recently just created a youtube channel as well so that has the long downloads when i do like bigger updates or people are interested in learning about how all of that energy is working i recommend that so it's just my name emily blair fellman um which people may read and not know how to pronounce. And I will forgive you for that because it is spelt weirdly. Because um, it's like Emily Blaher Fellman is like the common way people pronounce it. So guys, just letting you know, it's Emily Blair Fellman. And I love you. <laughs> find me there. Come. And we love you so much. Thank you so much for sharing all of your gold. Big love to you. love you thank you guys again for supporting and following on this incredible journey for shits getting real if you loved this episode remember to share to your story and tag me sax for a chance to be featured on socials And lastly, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review so I can keep bringing you more and more of what we both love. I love you guys so much. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week.